Porn Free Radio, episode 92. Today's episode is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you found hope in the message of Porn Free Radio, take action by going to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. That's pornfreeradio.com slash contribute and set up a one-time or monthly pledge today. Guys, you're not crazy. I had this episode ready to go for November 7th and there were some editing challenges. I ran out of time and I'm publishing it on today, November 15th. So there's an episode today that's coming out and I'm actually going to publish an episode tomorrow too. So there'll be two back-to-back episodes. So if you're confused about the schedule, um, that's what happened. And we'll be publishing a new episode next week on November 21st as well. So you're going to have three awesome new episodes before Thanksgiving, which is awesome. So guys, sit back, relax, and get ready for this episode of Porn Free Radio, which is starting now. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Hey, welcome back to Porn Free Radio. Now, I just need to, to say thanks to everyone who's reached out to me over the last couple of weeks. In episode 91, I actually recorded it on the day of Game 7 of the World Series when, as you know now, the Chicago Cubs, throwing off a 100-year-plus curse, <laughs> beat the Cleveland Indians in extra innings. And boy, you know, if you're a Cleveland Indian fan, my heart goes out to you. Great series. Sorry it had to be you, but my Cubs won the World Series. Incredible And I've heard from you guys on our tribe. I've heard from you guys in email, text, Facebook. It's been awesome. I know that vicariously you're living through me, your Chicago podcaster. (laughs) And I happen to do a podcast on porn recovery. But you know that I'm from Chicago. And even though sports is outside of what we normally talk about, uh, I've appreciated so much of the great Uh, wishes and rooting, even some of you Sox fans out there, Yankee fans, Mets fans, uh, Cardinals fans have even congratulated me, which, you know, Cardinals fans um, really are our sworn enemy. So it's really been great to see the support and the love. And I know that you weren't necessarily rooting for the Cubs, Cardinal fans, but appreciating my my celebrating uh, was was great. So thanks to everyone who said stuff. Now, next couple of episodes, I'm going to have Ben Frazier, our old friend from the Brickhouse Web Series, sit in. And I'm totally excited about that. I love it when Ben visits. And we're going to just talk about some basic stuff. Uh, today, we're going to talk about edging, just the, the pattern of edging and uh, kind of small behaviors that mimic our old porn behaviors and, you know, how to get rid of them, three three ideas for getting rid of them. And, and Ben and I are going to talk about that coming up. And 
it's getting towards the end of the year. It's the middle of November. And as you start to, one of the things we're going to work on in the next couple of weeks is goal planning and going porn free in 2017. We're going to put together some, some plans for that and work through in a series of episodes on that. So that'll be coming up at the beginning of December and after Thanksgiving. But, you know, you can do something now. If you really feel moved to kind of take some extra action, maybe you've had a relapse recently, maybe you've been a little stuck, you don't have to wait till January 1st to start taking action. So consider doing some coaching. Set up a a one-on-one coaching call with me and let's start working on your plan. And the way you can do that is you can actually fill out an application at pornfreeradio.com slash coaching. That's pornfreeradio.com slash coaching. We'll get together for about 30 minutes and talk about whether coaching would be a good fit for you. And we can start getting some dates on the calendar uh, for December so that you don't have to go another 45, 60 days before you start taking action. So go to pornfreeradio.com slash coaching if you've considered it and you want to find out more. All right, let's get to this episode with Ben Fraser. All right, well, I'm excited to welcome back Ben Fraser from the Brickhouse web series to sit in for the next couple episodes. Uh, Ben, it's always great when you're here. We got a lot of great feedback when you were here in the spring and uh, wanted to welcome you back, say hi. What have you been up to? Well, thanks, Matt. It's uh, I love love your podcast. I listen to it every week, by the way. <laughs> I've heard every episode, um, so um, I enjoy it just for myself. Um, and it's great to be back. Yeah, well, I thought it would be cool to talk about some back-to-the-basics kind of issues. Yeah. No matter where you're at in recovery, there's sometimes where it's helpful to just have a reminder of what works, what are some basic things you need to put in place. And so I thought that'd be a great place to start. Right. And I know you and I, we've connected on our tribe yep. recently and uh, you're on it and I'm on it. And so I'm seeing people check in and you can see how many days people have. And there's some guys that I'm friends with who are at two days. And then there's some guys who are in their hundreds and, yep. you know, up, up above a year. And so you're like 2100, right? I just got past 2100, which is... Yeah. Quite a, very impressive. Quite a crazy um, thing, you know. As we were just talking right before we got in the air, you know, the Cubs won the World Series uh, <laughs> this past week, and Woo-hoo, go Cubs! And that was an amazing, like, crazy event in my life. Just in, and it's almost been like a zeitgeist moment in Chicago here. You know, people are high fiving me at the grocery store, strangers. Um, I mean, it is a, you know, I, we were watching with my softball team and when, when we won it all, people were hugging and crying. Like it went to a level of vulnerability and connection that I'm not used to, um, with certain friends. And, uh, um, and so it was kind of amazing, but, but as amazing as that was, um, just as kind of amazing is 2,100 days in my mind. It's kind of unfathomable. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that it would go that long and that some of the things I've been doing keep sustaining the momentum. And so, right. um, because there were many, many years where I couldn't get past seven days mm-hmm. uh, when I was kind of doing it on my own. And then even as yep. a married guy, I couldn't get 
a few months, mm-hmm. uh, six months maybe, and and not always very clean, not a very clean six months, kind of sober, but not that yeah. sober. And yep. so to have a really good clean run is is a uh, is great. Yeah, yeah. And um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about in this first episode of Back to the Basics is. I wanted to talk about something that seems to get guys off track. And I see it mentioned a lot on our tribe check-ins. And it's a phrase that I got from Reddit originally. And it has one meaning, but the porn-free radio community has seemed to give a new meaning to it. And it's edging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about with edging? Well, I think so. But I, I think I've heard a couple different definitions so i'd love to hear your definition well i originally read about it on one of the reddit groups no fap and yep. no fap one of their kind of main ideas is to eliminate masturbation from your life and so yep. they plainly defined edging as sort of starting to stimulate yourself starting to arouse yourself you know, actually touching yourself. Yep. Maybe not having an orgasm, but kind of getting to the edge. Right. And yeah. that was how they used the phrase edging. And a couple of years ago, I kind of latched on to this idea as a way to explain behaviors that aren't quite looking at hardcore porn, yep. but seem to engage the same kind of habit and cycle yeah. of yeah. acting out. So, right. yes. Some simple examples from my world that I remember doing. Um, I remember obsessively looking through the channel guide of my cable just to see what shows were on. Mm -hmm. Even if they were on channels that were blocked, I would Mm -hmm. still look at the titles. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. I would, whenever I would go into a hotel and they had the HBO guide, I would quickly look to see... If, if you find something that's rated, it, right? Like, yeah. If yeah. there was anything, and and then I would watch TV, and I would kind of flip through the channel, not committing to watch an HBO show, right? But just hoping to kind of get a glimpse of something, kind of getting on the edge, because I knew right. to to really commit to watching it would be crossing a boundary. Right. It's sort of like if somebody asked you if you like looked at porn, you said, no, no, I didn't. I happened to see something as I was flipping the channels, but I didn't actually look at anything. And I, I, I mean, and I've heard story after story from guys. Um, I've heard of people doing searches that are kind of innocent searches on Google, but hoping yep. that Hoping something will come a up. A naughty result pops in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Doing searches that if your wife saw the search in the search history, she might be like, well, why is he searching this random phrase? But uh-huh. you're hoping that it comes up with something. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitter hashtag clicking, link bait. Uh, YouTube is a great place to edge. Not like I'm giving guys ideas, but yeah. one of the reasons why YouTube has is a great place to edge is there are some content restrictions. Things get banned and mm-hmm. kicked off if they're overt pornography. Right. But, you know, you can find some stuff that's kind of stimulating and yeah. kind of. And so it's this kind of, or I say kind of a lot, but it's it's a activity 
where you do a search where it's something illicit, you want mm -hmm. a little bit of a buzz, a little bit right. of a hit, yep. but it's not the full behavior like from, from when you were just binging and yep. kind of without boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what's your, what's your response to, so is there a question around that that people have? It's like, do I, I mean, do I reset the, the reset my the sobriety? Is that the question? Or is it like, how do I stop? Or yeah. Well, that, that's one question that comes up. Did I relapse? And, and that seems to be a big, um, stumbling block for people is they're looking at these little behaviors and they're going, did I relapse? Mm -hmm. Or do I need to reset my counter? Right. But I think that that kind of distracts from the bigger conversation of what, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so a couple of ideas I had were, one was, uh, it was it's an old quote that I've heard in 12-step. Uh, it's, not, it's not what you use or how you use, but why you use. Mm, okay. So I think like we want to somehow draw some of these hardline distinctions between hardcore porn and something else that's maybe more innocent, quote unquote. Yeah. And the thing is, is the same emotional triggers, the same compulsion, the same habit cycle are just are we're we're enacting out in these smaller activities yeah yeah and as we get clean these things and somewhat become more of the front line of our of our struggle right yeah because we aren't going to the big places we aren't having the big binges that we used to yeah um, but in some ways we're we're going to this activity and, and it does a couple things. We kind of nurse the hunger that we're, we've sworn to stop when we right. do it. Yep. Um, and one of the most dangerous things about it is it engages obsessive thinking. Yeah. And compulsive behavior. Yeah. I mean, think about, I, I mean, I don't have to go very far to get connected to obsessive thinking. If I start looking at link bait topics in Facebook, I can easily, I, I just saw one the other day, I saw an actress, um, something about an actress being topless. Okay. Well, I hadn't even thought of that actress right. for, for however long. Right. But then the next day or two, I'm thinking that there's a picture of her topless somewhere. Right, right. Right? Like, it's like, and... So when we do little searches, when we start to look at videos, when we start watching the first couple seconds of a YouTube video, when we do an image search, we're basically teasing that part of our brain and, and, yeah. and stoking what could turn into obsession. Yeah. And um, so you weren't thinking about the actress who's topless before you see the link, but then for the next day, it keeps coming back to you. Yeah. Um, and we kind of unknowingly go into that area sometimes we 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 kind of we kind of play with fire a little bit and all of a right. sudden then we're kind of opened up to the possibility of whatever it is yep yep and, exactly and that can lead right down the rabbit hole we go from obsessive thinking about a youtube video to binging on youtube to you know jumping to something harder well yeah that's kind of what i think about edging is that 
um, or the behaviors, your behaviors you're talking about is, it's like, I mean, let's say you have to take 10 steps to do a full, you know, do a, you know, cross the bottom line or, or look, actually look at porn. Let's say you have to do 10 steps and edging is kind of like one step in that direction or maybe, you know, one or two steps or whatever. And, but I also think it's, it's a chance for you to kind of go, oh, um, it, it's a chance for you to kind of step back actually um, and go, do I really want to go down this path? And if I don't, I think I need to just to figure out a way to, to keep from continuing on. I think you're right. I mean, edging can be a really strong warning. Right. If you focus on your awareness, if you start realizing that you're moving towards a, a search or you're doing one of these things, you know, I've heard of guys on eBay doing searches for products just uh -huh. to see kind of, you know, um, right. uh, you know, illicit the, ads that come up right. on eBay. Right. Um, I, I can name now that I've been coaching people, I've heard some <laughs> crazy things of, of edging where people are trying to find illicit things in places that are completely not illicit. But yeah, um, well, but, it's it's easy to do, actually. <laughs> yeah, because it's all it's kind of it's just, yeah, a couple clicks away, seems like. Um, I, I think one other thing that I was thinking about it that that it really does is the behavior, even though we want to try to rationalize it as not as bad, it undermines our confidence and resolve it. Yeah, it basically we have this hard line, this bottom line that we've sort of set. But every time we do a little, um, we, you know, do a little step, we erode that harder bottom line. It just erodes mm -hmm. the power of it because deep down there's a part of us that says, well, you've been kind of screwing around. You've been kind yeah. of, you kind of been over here doing stuff. So what's the difference between this right. other thing? It's kind of like a, a beer drinker who, or a, an alcoholic who, you know, drinks light beer, you know, it's like, yeah, little, you're not little, get, yeah, you're getting little, drunk slower, but it, it ends up in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a little hard cider or something. <laughs> it's something that, it's, right. you're taking a step, you're taking some steps in the wrong direction. But yeah, I think it's an opportunity to kind of look at, look at what you're doing and start thinking. It's like, Oh, what, what are the feelings? Um, I just heard your podcast that you just did. Um, your most recent one, and you're talking about the feelings um, behind it. It's like yeah, so maybe episode that's episode 91. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right, there's a chance to look at like what are the feelings? What's maybe it's time for some self care. Maybe it's time to reach out um, before you end up crossing that line. Um, because I think that's what it's all about, anyway. Is that you, there's something kind of missing in your in your life that you you're you know trying to get in the wrong place, and you know you're, you're there's a part of you that's kind of stopping you from going all the way but there's another part that is kind of pushing in that direction so it's there's one other thing about catching a um catching yourself in sort of a an edging behavior is if you are able to take a step back and bring someone else in whether it's your wife or your accountability partner or someone who you're talking to about recovery as embarrassing as it is it's it's easier to talk about than a full scale binging relapse. Yeah. Um, 
it's embarrassing. It, you know, I, I know I've checked, I've checked in with my wife over the years and said, I did this thing on Twitter and it's yeah. just super embarrassing. But in some ways she's like, well, she's in some ways she's not as betrayed because she's yeah. like, this is part of your addiction yeah. and you're just sort of, you know, trying to scratch this little itch. Yeah. But she's not, it's not like, the betrayal and secretness and hiddenness yeah. of before. Yeah. So in some ways, if you can bring someone else in, it is easier to talk about, although it can be embarrassing. Yep. Uh, definitely. So here is a couple of ways I thought about edging and, and, and ways to stop. One of, one of the simplest one is eliminating the source. Um, so often guys edge in areas that they haven't put a firm boundary around. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I tell the story a lot on the podcast of the guy who tells me three times about acting out with YouTube. Yeah. And the first time I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, YouTube's kind of a, there's some questionable content on there. The second time I'm like, um, okay. The third time I'm like, when are you getting rid of YouTube? Right. Because it doesn't seem to be working with your recovery goals. Good point. So eliminating, um, you know, I, I was just talking to someone the other day. I've clicked on a couple of links, you know, be, you know, it's political season right now. Yeah. In the United States. And so I've, like many people, have been sort of obsessive about the election. Yeah. And one of the news sources that I've used in the past is Drudge Report. Mm hmm. And partly because I think it's funny some of the titles that he comes up with for, for these links. But he throws in kind of questionable articles about, you know, sexuality or mm. different, different scandals and things like that. And, you know, I've clicked on a couple of these articles and I, I clicked on one about Bill Clinton. Okay. And... Um, I, you know, I kind of felt a little bad about it because it was like a little, it was kind of about some of his affairs and this and yeah. that. And I was wondering, am I kind of, is this edging? And uh -huh, I went uh -huh. and told my wife. Yeah. And she's like, well, that was stupid that you clicked on that. Like, what did you think it was going to be about? <laughs> right. And, but I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I think if there's any more struggles with the, the Drudge Report, it's like, I think I just have to let go of that being a news source for me. There's certainly a lot of other sources for news besides that. Right. So sometimes yeah. we just have to eliminate the source. Like as, and as I said about the topless actress or whatever, if you're going into a place that has content like that or links to that or yeah. tawdry, you know, kind of hooking articles, yeah. all of a sudden you weren't thinking about it before you checked the news and then all of a sudden you're obsessive about it. You know, that reminds me of something that I did recently is um, there were some people that were posting stuff on Facebook, friends of mine posting stuff on Facebook, and some of it was a little sexual, you know, a little bit more sexualized than I wanted. And the people I don't really know very well, but I, I um, and I just decided to unfriend them. Right. <laughs> and, you know, they'll, they'll never know. Um, and it makes, it's like, oh, it's just one last thing I have to deal with because... It can be a little bit of a minefield, you know, trying to navigate um, the Internet, especially when we're trying to avoid stuff. So it's like, oh, I don't really need to hear that. Yeah, I, yeah. I've done the same thing. You know, you 
there's some part of you that says, well, I can't unfriend them. They might find out or be offended. But yeah, if they share things that cross your boundaries, sometimes you just have to let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've let go of some TV shows mm-hmm. that kind of push the boundaries a little bit. Yeah, that's a hard one for um, me. But I have I've done that too. It's like, the writing is good. The acting is good. The cinematography is good. But it's too triggering. So can't watch it. Yeah. And... Oh well, and and, and, and I, I mean it feels bad at the time, but it's like you know what, it's not it's not that big a deal. It's, it's really tr- not. It's really true though. I mean, there's shows that I just stop watching mid season, mid year. I n- I don't know what happened to the characters. Right. I just I'll never know. Yeah. It's like they're <laughs> sort of just. It's like they were canceled. You know, the show was canceled. Um. So definitely eliminating this source. Another one that's been working with some of the guys I coach is they have consequences for acting out with porn, but they've created some mini consequences for for right. edging. So oh, if they yeah, good idea. If they, you know, trip up on YouTube one night or look at something they shouldn't and it's kind of questionable, yeah. Um, you know, they'll do the dishes for a week or they'll get rid of something, you know, get rid of their laptop for a week. Yeah. They don't, they don't do like a full 30 day kind of yeah. hardcore consequence from a big relapse, but they, mm-hmm. they will do something small that will basically just, you know, create a consequence for this, this sort of edging behavior. Cause it's, yeah. it's really about stopping that habit cycle and stop kind of disrupting that. And so if, if you, do a few consequences that kind of suck because of these little behaviors. The next time you think to click yeah. on a hashtag, there's this moment where you go, I don't want to do the dishes. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's one. And then I, I mentioned this earlier. And one more thing that you can do with edging is making yourself really accountable about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's so typical when I talk to guys about their plans, they have all these big areas, you know, I have a filter on this. And if this happens, I'll do this. Yeah. And I'll tell my wife about X and Y. And but then it's like, they'll have these little missteps, and they're completely unchecked. Mm -hmm. They didn't call anybody. Mm. They didn't text anybody. They didn't check out on our tribe about it. Yeah, completely goes unchecked. You do that enough you end up not being accountable. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Um, and I, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, um, you know, something, I was at a stoplight the other day and I had a very strong, uh, pornographic thought and Mm -hmm. it was based on something I had heard recently. Okay. And it, it, it lingered just long enough where I was like, that's kind of a scary thought. It was about a way, way to act out. And it was kind of visual. And I, I realized I have to tell my accountability partner about this. Mm. Did I go looking for this? Am I engaging this? No, but I don't want that obsessive thought to be in the back of my head. I don't want it taking up rent in my head. You know, I want to evict it. Well, right. And sharing it, sharing it, those, whatever thoughts or feelings with it, your accountability partner or, or whoever, um, just bring somebody else in and it makes it less about just your own thing, your own struggle. 
and it, it completely changed the nature of it, right? When you did that, I mean, it it basically like took all the took all the excitement out of it, right? It took the excitement. It took a lot of the power out of it right. too. It yeah. wasn't a hidden secret, you know, mm-hmm. that I could go back and indulge. It was out in the open. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's one thing. If anything, you know, edging behaviors are kind of indulging. Uh, a, a little piece of your addiction. Yeah. And so as you starve those habits, as you've exposed them, you know, you don't have that indulgence and you're, you're not, you're not left, you know, kind of sampling and tasting it. Right. Um, you kind of, it's out in the open, it's exposed. Yep. So it's definitely, I mean, back to the the whether I relapsed or not issue. The, the truth is, if you're continuing to edge in periods of abstinence, I don't think you're really living in recovery. Um, I mean, if you want to keep the dates and say you got to 30 days without looking at porn, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I think. But, but I don't think it's active recovery. Mm. Um, if you're kind of limping along, it's not very clean. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it with some of the guys I coach that when they get to 30 clean days, then they're getting kind of excited. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, you know, it's not about perfection, but they're like, they're feeling like this was, I was doing things differently than I've done in the past. Yeah. Uh, I'm not waiting for the other shoe to drop. Day 31 doesn't come and all of a sudden I'm right back at porn. Yeah. Because I just sort of white knuckled it for a month and yep. dabbled. Um, they're, they're, move, they're doing active recovery. So they're, they're feeling strong and they're not giving into these little behaviors. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Good stuff. Well, next time we'll talk about another back to basic topic. Uh, I want to talk about morning routines. So we'll do that on the next episode. Ben, you free to come back for that? Yes, I am. Awesome. Well, let's do it. And uh, thanks for sitting in today. And, and uh, I'm excited to, uh, to connect with you over the next few episodes. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To work with Matt one-on-one, go to pornfreeradio.com forward slash coaching and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio in iTunes and leaving a rating and review.